0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1086, the first half of Stocks, part 12, Bonds, by J.L. Collins of jlcollinsnh.com. And I'm Dan, I am your host here on Optimal Finance Daily. I read to you every single day to help you optimize your financial life. And now today I've got a bit of a longer post, so I'll read the first half for you today and then finish the rest up tomorrow. So with that, let's get right to part one as we optimize your life. the first half of Stocks Part 12, Bonds, by J.L. Collins of jlcollinsnh.com. Well, here we are in Part 12 of our series on stocks, and the subject is bonds? What's up with that? When I first began this series, the plan was for maybe four or five segments. Sure enough, those focused on stocks. But then we looked at some portfolio ideas and some other stuff, like bonds, got added to the mix. Next thing you know, we're looking at different kinds of investment buckets, the prospect of Vanguard getting nuked, and asking if everyone can retire a millionaire. Clearly, I should have called this my series on investing. Note to self, make the change for the book. So now adding bonds to the mix seems not such a stretch. They are, in a sense, the more steady and reliable cousins to stocks, or so it seems. But as we'll see, bonds are not as risk-free as many believe. In any event, since we have included Vanguard's total bond market fund, VBTLX, to the wealth preservation and building portfolio, we should take a little closer look at the things. The challenge is the subject of bonds is a big topic. Most of the details are unlikely to be of interest to the readers of this blog on simple investing. Heck, they're not all that interesting to me. Yet, unless you are comfortable just taking my word for it, you might want to know just what these things are and why they've found their way into our portfolio. But how much info is enough? Beats me. So here's what we'll do. In this post, I'll talk about bonds in stages. Once you've read enough to be comfortable owning the things, or not, you can just stop reading. If you get to the end, the point where I'm too bored to write more and are still hungry, Google is your friend. Info, stage one. Bonds are in our portfolio to provide a deflation hedge. Deflation is one of the two big macro risks to your money. Inflation is the other. Bonds also tend to be less volatile than stocks, and they serve to make our investment road a bit smoother. Plus, they earn interest. Info Stage 2 So what are bonds anyway, and how do they differ from stocks? In the simplest terms, when you buy stock, you are buying part ownership in a company. When you buy bonds, you are loaning money to a company or to the government. Since deflation is when the price of stuff falls, when you get paid back, the money you've lent has more purchasing power. Your money buys more stuff than when you lent it. This increase in value helps to offset the losses deflation will bring to your other assets. In times of inflation, prices rise, so money owed to you loses value. When you get paid back, your cash buys less stuff. Better than to own assets that rise with inflation. We'll only see this sharp rise in the one and fall in the other in times of rapid inflation or deflation, both of which are bad times. In the more normal times of modest inflation, our bonds and REITs will still serve us well. Bonds will pay their interest and REITs their dividends. Info Stage 3 Since we own our bonds in VBTLX, a broad-based bond index fund, most of the risks in owning individual bonds go away. The fund holds 5,248 bonds, all investment grade, and none rated lower than BBB, See Stage 4. This reduces default risk. The fund holds bonds of wildly differing maturity dates, mitigating the interest rate risk. The fund holds bonds across a broad range of terms, reducing inflation risk. In the next stages, we'll talk more about these risks, but what's important to understand at this point is, if you are going to hold bonds, holding them in a fund is the way to go. Very, very few individual investors opt to buy individual bonds, U.S. Treasuries and bank CDs being the exceptions. Info Stage 4 The two key elements of bonds are the interest rate and the term. The interest rate is simply what the bond issuer, the borrower, has agreed to pay the bond buyer, the lender, or you. The term is simply for how long the money is being lent. So if you were to buy a $10,000 bond at a 10% interest rate with a 10-year term from XYZ Company, each year XYZ would pay you $1,000 interest, 10% of 10K and at the end of 10 years, they would repay the full 10,000. If you hold the bond until the end of the 10 years or to the maturity date, the only thing you have to worry about is the possibility of XYZ defaulting. So default is the first risk associated with bonds. To help investors evaluate the risk in any company or government bond, various rating agencies evaluate their creditworthiness. They use a scale ranging from AAA on down to D, kind of like high school. The lower the rating, the higher the risk. The higher the risk, the harder it is to find people to buy your bonds. The harder it is to find people to buy your bonds, the more interest you have to pay to attract them. Investors expect to be paid more interest when they shoulder more risk. So default risk is also the first factor determining how much your bond will pay you. As a buyer of bonds, the more risk you are willing to accept, the higher the interest you'll receive. Info Stage 5 Hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to the first half of the post titled Stocks Part 12 Bonds by JL Collins of jlcollinsnh.com. And thank you to BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers online counseling and therapy with licensed therapists from wherever you are and around your schedule. They have counselors specializing in depression, stress, anxiety, self esteem, anger, grief, and so much more. BetterHelp makes it super convenient in that there are four communication modes text, chat, phone, and video, and it's all available worldwide. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. Anything you share is confidential, and this is not a crisis line. This is professional counseling and therapy with licensed therapists, which is super important, but actually affordable with financial aid available. If you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time with no additional charge. They have 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists all across the 50 states. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Optimal Finance Daily listeners get 10% off for the first month with discount code OFD. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com OFD. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and then get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com OFD and I have that linked in this episode's description. And if you ever listen to one of our other shows, Optimal Business Daily, you know that every once in a while I would do a little icebreaker question so you could get to know me a little bit better. And we thought we'd bring that back here and there on this show too. So today's question is, if you could choose any two famous people to have dinner with, who would they be? And I'm going to avoid anything political or too heavy because we're all certainly getting enough of that these days. So the first person would be Stevie Nicks. Um, I'm a big Fleetwood Mac fan and I'm intrigued, as a lot of people are, by the band members' personal stories and how they put together the album Rumors and all that stuff. So until she writes an autobiography, Stevie Nicks would definitely be on my list. And the second, I think, would be Lin-Manuel Miranda. As a big theater enthusiast, it would be fascinating to me just to pick his brain about um, not only Hamilton, but also the history and the future of Broadway. So that's my two, uh, but I'm not going to hold my breath for those dinner invitations. And that's gonna do it for today. I thank you so much for listening all the way through and I will be back with you tomorrow as usual where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.